When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Horror Show, the show that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies and other horror-related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. Hello, everybody. Hello, Joe. Uh, super, uh, boy, we're, we are churning out the hits right now. IG Live, <laughs> great. Uh, Patreon episode. That was a fucking great episode. I was laughing the whole time. Um, it was very fun. Yeah, and now we're gonna bring it down because we're gonna talk about the Night Stalker real quick. <laughs> uh, Joe and I were just talking about the Night Stalker documentary that they released on um, Netflix. Yes, it's called Night Stalker, right? It is. So Joe was saying um, that it's really well done, and like he 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 had like looked into this guy a lot when he was younger and I was the same way. And what I was about to say to Joe was there was something about him that was like more evil than most serial killers. Yeah. Well, I mean, he had the whole satanic, like he would draw pentagrams and uh, it was just like, (laughs) I don't know what word to use. Cause I, I I hate glorify, like seemingly glorifying serial killers, but, uh, he was proficient, I guess, because, I mean, he fucking did a lot in a little amount of time, you know? And it just seems so chaotic uh, and to be getting away with it night after night after night. Exactly. Whereas a lot of people, a lot of these serial killers had massive um, breaks in between their, their crimes, yeah. right? And this guy was just, like, nonstop. And that's usually how you get caught. And somehow right. this guy evaded it for way too long. Way too fucking long. Yeah. And, and and the satanic thing really, to me, like, captured... Again, we're not glorifying these fucking assholes. These fucking people deserve to fucking... Oh, I hope Robert Rodriguez fucking dies tonight. You know? Like, yeah. People write him, like, love letters and stuff. Uh, I wish he fucking died uh, upon capture. There's no reason to keep this guy alive. <laughs> no. There's, there's not. Um, and uh, this, this fucking piece of shit... 
So, but th- th- there, there was something about him that captured my imagination when I was learning about him in my youth, where I was just like, this guy's like fucking like the devil, like the devil, like the other guys, I, the other serial killers that you read about, you, you're like, this is mental illness or whatever. And it's not, I mean, it's not okay, obviously, but it seemed more just like you could be like that. That's a mentally ill human being. Robert Rodriguez seemed like the fucking devil. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I agree with that. Fucking terrifying. And the pentagram on the fucking hand. And did he have a tattoo of the devil on the opposite side yeah. of his hand? Yeah. Yep. Dude, that story. And I mean, there's not spoilers. He's a fucking serial killer. Um, there's a woman in like the first episode of the second episode that, that talks about meeting him. And being like, dude, I saw a fucking tattoo of the devil on his hand, and I, he was just smiling at me. Yeah, fucking creep. Dude, fucking insanity. And then she drives home, and then he somehow is driving next yeah. to her. <laughs> fucking most terrifying yeah. thing I've ever heard. And she's like, oh, geez. <laughs> so I didn't finish the uh, the series yet. I'm only two episodes in. Yeah. Um, But so far, so far, it's really well done. So I used to read about it, like, before... Um, true crime podcasts were a thing there was like murderpedia where you would like read oh God, about yes. serial killers and stuff and i i worked at a job where you know you just you sat at a desk and this is like you know the internet wasn't like it was today so that 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 was that was what i would do like read about things and be like that was my true crime which i think is why i'm not into true crime now because i'm like a snob i'm like to- <laughs> dude i agree with you completely <laughs> you know it's fucking insanity but yeah i agree and completely i'm curious um to see if, if the episode touches upon this because I, I recently tried to look it up. I, I didn't dive too deep into this, so it might be common knowledge or it might be out there. But I didn't see it when I was looking up recently. But I remember reading like accounts of people who survived the Night Stalker being like, this guy smelled so bad. Like, <laughs> I'm serious. It's not funny. It's not funny. I don't know why I'm laughing. But like, I, I just remember like the survivors being like, this guy fucking... <laughs> Fucking stunk. Like he, he was the worst smelling like person. Like they were gagging while they were in the room with him. And like that like the police were trying to like identify people with terrible hygiene because everyone was just like this guy was the worst smelling human being I've ever smelled. I mean, listen, <laughs> it's not funny, but it's the funniest you, thing I've ever heard. <laughs> and like I just really wish that's like what did him in. Like <laughs> what caught him. Just like dude, this stank. guy fucking stinked. Yeah. This guy fucking stinked. Like like people around him be like Hearing the report of some guy smelling like shit, like it has to be him, dude. He's like, fucking smelly. It's yeah. not the fucking police fucking drawing <laughs> profile. It's a fucking stank. He's, he walks by and somebody's like, oh my god, it's the fucking Night Stalker. <laughs> guy yeah, smells exactly. like shit. <laughs> dude, I, like, I hope I'm not like mixing it up, but I, I'm. I'm, I would put money on that I, I read it was him and that, like, multiple accounts were, like, his fucking breath and, like, his <laughs> odor was so terrible. Look at his fucking mouth and fucking I know, I know, look at I his know. face. It's, it's of course him. <laughs> it's of course him. His fucking mouth is, like, just, it looks like teeth just fell out. Like, it doesn't look like he got into, like, a fight or anything. Like, his teeth just fucking fell out of his head. <laughs> they were trying to get out. Dude, I also I'm also fairly certain that when at like the end of his spree, somebody identified him and the newspaper put out a picture of him and he went into a store where where people like he was in the store and that 
issue went out so his face was on the front page and people just started kicking his ass in the store because they recognized him. Really? I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure again I didn't finish the episode I probably should be waiting to talk about this but I'm but I'm pretty sure that he just got his ass kicked into the street by multiple people in the store because they saw his face on the, on the paper that just came out which I think is like the most awesome thing in the world absolutely which was also real funny because like what if it was just somebody that looked like him you know <laughs> How do you know? And you just start swinging at somebody else that like, just smells like just shit. <laughs> <laughs> but but yo, know, they were right, and I wish they fucking killed them in the street. That's uh, anyway. We are not talking about Night Stalker this week. <laughs> we're talking about um a uh, a uh, uh, widely uh requested episode. We're we're talking about Extra. Can I ruin that uh, segue and go back to the nice soccer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, man. <laughs> oh, 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 by the way, everyone, uh, we we already did like the live in the Patreon, so um, it's late, and I'm. This will be interesting, dude. I'm like, I'm like, but, a, I'm like, borderline, like, actually drunk right now. <laughs> so I'm not borderline, so I apologize. <laughs> To everyone, but but you know, in the spirit of extra, I feel like this is fitting. Absolutely. So we're Absolutely. everyone involved with that movie was on something. But um, going back to the Night Stalker, real quick, <laughs> did I ever tell you that uh, when, when when Tina and I almost five years ago to to this date, uh, when Tina and I went to California, we got a Groupon deal for a hotel. Which, you know, who looks into hotels? Yeah, right. I don't know. Like, like you just look at like the pictures and stuff, and like it had a pretty high rating on Groupon. And, and if you get a deal, so yeah, like, if you get a deal, like who cares? Yeah, exactly. And and it was like a week stay. It was dirt cheap, and it looked good. Uh, it was the Cecil Hotel where you know, the Night Stalker stayed, um, and and where that girl um, Elise Elise Fam, I think was her name. Uh, the you know that that famous video of her like freaking out on the elevator and then being found in like the water, the water supply bin. Uh, it it was that hotel. So so we get there, and like the outside. So they changed his name from the Cecil to Stay on Main. But we get there, and I'm like, well, you know, it it looks pretty barren. Uh, but maybe the inside's cool. So we get in. Uh, it's like 100 degrees, and we're like, hey, do, uh, where's, like, the pool area and stuff? And the lady's like, uh, pool area? Um, like, laughed at us. I'm like, all right, whatever. We'll, we'll find it on our own. Um, so there was none. Then we get up to her room. Uh, the TV was, like... <laughs> it was like maybe like a two by two TV. I've never seen a TV that small in my life, and it was crooked. Uh, there was no AC, and there was no bathroom in the hotel. Uh, it, it was just a community bathroom. So we're like, mm, let me go ask down there. Like, oh yeah, our, our AC is broken. We're like, well, it's one hundred and ten degrees. Like, what are we supposed to do? Uh, and they're like, well, we can uh, we can bring you up another fan. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, please. Uh, they never brought it up. And after one night in there, we're like, well. We're going to ask for our money back and just say, like, we have an emergency. We have to leave. And, like, oh, sorry. There's, there, there's no refund. And I was I was like, you know what? Uh, I'll eat this money. And just we just drove to Anaheim and booked a hotel there. <laughs> and then once, once we booked the hotel in Anaheim, I was like, that place is such a fucking dump. Like, I bet it has, like, a terrible <laughs> backstory. So I looked it up. Like, I Googled it. And I was like, oh, my God. This is where the Night Stalker lived and where his copycat killer lived and where uh, the Black Dahlia <laughs> stayed before she was murdered. Like, this place was fucking... The the fucking gateway to hell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
truly is, dude. Dude, that woman that fell in the water cooler is like <laughs> fucking one of the craziest things I've ever fucking heard. Agreed. Agreed. Like that that video, I mean, she looks like she's being chased. Um, but, you know, that doesn't mean shit. She could have just been having a, a mental break. But how the fuck did she get in that water cooler? You know, No, it's, absolutely. Seems like you shouldn't get in there. Dude, you know what I started watching the other day? Fucking, oh my god. Wait, I gotta look it up. It's on, um, this this is gonna be the most off-topic. Why are we even doing a movie? <laughs> this movie? Um, William Shatner, um, I just burped, hopefully not into the phone. Um, William Shatner has a show on Hulu called The Unexplained. It's from the History Channel, actually. Joe, I've heard of that. Dude, it's fucking good. <laughs> it's really fucking good. I really fucking like it. Dude, you know what we're missing from these fucking documentaries? Because, like, okay, so Joe and I are into, like, alien docs. Like, all that shit, right? Yep. Um, Great to watch. But one of the things, first of all, there's not that many. And second of all, like, the production quality, not <laughs> always great and kind of painful right. to watch sometimes. This is super high production value. And what also helps, and this is what we're missing from, like, even, like, the new Unsolved Mysteries, but was part of the original one. William Shatner is fucking gassing these stories up so hard, Joe. He talks about the suicide forest in Japan, which I've seen, like, multiple documentaries about. And, and you know, it's it's whatever. It's, it's not a – it's terrible, like, that people take their lives there. But this guy is gassing it up as, like, a supernatural thing so fucking hard that it creeps you out. <laughs> like, you need the narrator to be like, oh, yeah, it could be a forest. Or it could be something worse. <laughs> fucking gateway to hell. Like, you're like, holy shit. I believe him. I believe him. You, you hit the nail on the head. Because that, that is what the new Unsolved Mysteries are missing. They're just straightforward docs. But you just need someone. Because, of course, it's not a fucking gateway to hell. Right. But, but the fact that somebody's saying that, you're like, well... What if? You know? I'm, on, I'm on board. I'm on board with the gateway to hell. I, I believe it. There's a chance, you know? Like, Who fuck knows? Who could say? You can't fucking say. Whereas when, when it's not, you're just like, yeah, it's just like, what's wrong? Like, we should be, you know, mental health. We should be getting, like, you know, help in this area. Like, yes. We should be upping programs for these people. But, yeah, him being like, well, <laughs> Yeah, it could be a force. World. <laughs> could be a force, or it could be the fucking gates to hell. And you're like, oh my god, William Shatner's right, <laughs> dude. You're right. When it opened with the suicide forest, and I was like, ah, oh, this is kind of weak. Like, I I know a lot about this. Like, it, there's a lot to it, and it's it's fucking tragic, and it's just like whatever. But like, it's not fun to watch. And William Shatner made it the funnest shit to watch. Where I was like, god damn it, what what is in that forest? <laughs> yeah man I'm so, with you so anyone that has Hulu check out the unexplained dot with uh, fucking William Shatner he fucking crushes it god bless his little heart oh man and they made a bunch of fucking oh man they even made it into 2020 they're making new ones this year nice fucking good for dude like one just premiered I the other day I'm a sucker for shows like that like uh National Geographic did a show called Is It Real? Me and Paul watched every episode in like a night. And that's where we saw that uh, some lady claims Bigfoot loves yes. her. Like, and, and regu <laughs> regularly knocks on her door asking to borrow some. <laughs> One of my favorite stories. Dude, and remember when we actually found the fucking clip? 
yeah. I remember yeah, you were yeah. so happy because it like it yeah, like I dude, I sent it to Paul and Paul's response was Joe, this better not I don't know how he predicted that. <laughs> I don't know how he predicted it. I was like, Paul, please watch this. And his response was Joe, this better not be the clip of a Bigfoot eating garlic. And then like five minutes later it's like Fuck you, Jim. <laughs> I feel like we were recording when we did that, by the way. I I, I, th- I think there's, like, documentation of that. But I remember you were so validated because you had told that story to so many people. And people were like, okay, Joe. Because <laughs> like, it was only you and Paul that validated it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Anyway. All right. Should we start extra? <laughs> extra. <laughs> Dude, I think we're like 20 minutes into this episode. I know. And we just did a bonus episode where we, where we could have literally talked about all of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Extra. Uh, ex- we're doing extra. It's a fa- very heavily requested episode. Um, Joe, you had watched it a few months ago when we talked about doing it. And then I, it's I really think I fucked funny. you over. <laughs> it's really funny. So, uh, first of all, it, it's probably like the most notes I'd ever taken for any show. And I think it's because we, we were coming back from hiatus. Yeah. Uh, so my notes were, were taken March 31st, 2020. That's amazing. And, and my notes on the top were, we might be in quarantine for a couple of weeks. So we want to do like some comeback episodes. And, and here we are, uh, you know, end of January, 2021. Oh, and, and yeah. So that was, that was, with that was, um, so that was when we, Wow, that's so weird. So we talked about doing an epi- we started like we were going to consider doing like quarantine episodes but not coming yes. back. Yes. Oh, that's so fucking weird. And then we bailed on that and then just came back full time. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> like a few months but, but later. We had done Veronica. Yes. Right before this. Um I think we released it like first week of April, but all my notes were like this is it was just comparing pairing this to Veronica. Veronica. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, so, Extra was made in 1983. Um, oh, also, before we start this, I mean, I know we need to get to this episode. Uh, Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash I hate horror. Go there. Live show is January 30th. Um, and we are going to do either Green Inferno or Fanatic. I believe if you are a Mangle expert, you can vote on which movie we're going to do. Please choose Fanatic, but it's up to you. It's totally please up to fanatic, you. Yes. <laughs> but please choose Fanatic. And January 30th is a live show, and I will post a link to buy the ticket for that on IHateHorror.com. And with that, um, also, the the pre-orders for the clothes have ended by the time this airs for everyone else. Uh, well, for everyone, actually. I'm going to close it at midnight tonight. Um. Thank you all so much. It was huge. Our biggest orders to date. You guys came out. And it's incredible. Even my um, shirt supplier was like, what the fuck? Like, Because <laughs> he's a friend of mine. And he was just like, you have that many fans? <laughs> I was like, yeah. And he's like, that's fucking nuts. And I was like, I honestly thought it would be more. And he's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> he was like fucking so annoyed with me. Because he runs a few like independent shops of his own. It's like, you fucking ridiculous. Like, <laughs> that's incredible. And I was like, yeah, I guess. Um, but thank you all so much. Uh, that was, it's wild. Uh, I am already exhausted at the thought of having to package all of those. But um, 
it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Uh, they're going to come out great. I'm so pumped. Uh, the printing technique is great. So thanks everyone to ordering. And uh, yeah, live show January 30th. It's going to be like five days before my closing. I'll probably be miserable, but it'll be fun. Which, by the way, I don't even know if I'm going to get this house anymore. So we're going to find, we're going to find out. That's a whole other <laughs> thing. Um, all right. So extra. Extra, <laughs> extra is a movie produced by Bob Shea. I'm so glad you said that. So there was an, uh, an ending that they were they were going to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you read up on that? I, I I actually copied and pasted it into my notes, but do not have any actual information on it. Wait. So what did you copy and paste it to? Okay, wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was a weird thing to say. Uh, I do have the information on it. I did not actually read it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Well, well, give it, give it a little glance because honestly, it seems fine. But in typical Bob Shea fashion, he's like, "Yeah, this doesn't fucking make sense. Uh, scratch it." So, so we get the ending that we get. I personally think what they wanted to do was pretty fitting. And then I know that you watched that uh, ho- holiday movies that made us. Yes, Elf. Dude, Bob Shea is a fucking nightmare. We, we touched upon him when we did like the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Yeah. And Elf, this guy like wanted to change everything. It was like, a, you can't do this, you can't do that. And like, if people had listened to Bob Shea, Elf would have fucking been dog shit. You know, like why? Why is Bob Shea in this position to make all these decisions? Dude, that is my note on this. Actually, the movies that made us know. I said this asshole didn't want to make Elf, but wants to make this. Like, what is wrong with this fucking idiot? Like, the, the people that talk about him, and they're not even, like, they're not risking their career by saying it. They're just like, hey, Bob Shea, like, looked at it and was like, do you think this is funny? And they were like, yeah, we do. And he was like, okay, I guess. <laughs> like, didn't understand Elf at all. And it's like, what the fuck is wrong with this fucking yeah, dude, idiot? And then, and, and then they talked about how, like, uh, Old School came out, and Bob Shea's like, oh, we got to rewrite this and make it like, <laughs> make it like a college comedy. <laughs> dude, fucking ridiculous. And they were like, uh, no, like, dude. We are, it's not 1950 anymore. Like, if you make, you can make like adult comedies and then make kids' movies, and the kids aren't like, whoa, like, (laughs) you know, you can make both. It's fucking ridiculous. Let's read this uh, original ending. Um, Okay. Director Harry Bromley Davenport. Jesus Christ. By the way, everyone, (laughs) everyone in this movie is, uh, if you check their Wikipedia, they're best known for is extra, which is terrifying. <laughs> uh, uh, Annalise is a Bond girl. Oh, is she? She is the living daylights. She fucking looks like it. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to be creepy. All right. Um, uh, she, I mean, she was great. She was great. Uh, what, 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 which Bond girl was she? Or did was she like an unnamed Bond girl? Oh, uh, like like what what was her name? Yeah, in the movie. She, so uh, she wasn't like Octopussy. She was not Octopussy. <laughs> what I'm she she was in the Living Daylights. Like uh, you know, okay. nobody cares about those those Bond movies. Her name was. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they don't the, the Timothy Dalton ones. Um, her name was Kara Mil Milovi. Okay. So it's not she, even like a not even like a sex punch. She didn't even get like the fun bond name. Yeah, yeah, nah. <laughs> a lot of vagina. <laughs> Hot 
Octopussy is such a ridiculous name. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, and, the, and the name of the movie that? <laughs> <laughs> it's really fucking insane when you think about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know damn well what they're talking about. I, do, I know, I know. <laughs> they have to like pass it off like, what? <laughs> it's her name. It's her fucking, fucking it's her last name, out, you like, fucking weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> Octopussy. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Uh, the d- director originally intended the film to end. Why are we talking about the ending right now? What? F- <laughs> all right. Cut. Cut. Start over. We'll read the ending later. All right. Okay. Oh my god. Um, also, there's two sequels to this, which was why we actually chose this. It was part of. Well, we. Uh, was part of the reason I wanted to watch <laughs> this one was because I wanted to dive into those dirty sequels. Uh, Extra 2, The Second Encounter, and Extra 3, Watch the Skies. So let me ask you, uh, do you still want to? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I so, know I so shouldn't. I know they're I should. all directed by the same guy. Right. Same guy that did this, did the other two. Neither of them have anything to do with this or each other. <laughs> And they confirmed that Extra 4 was in the works in 2011. 2011, yeah. (laughs) But, like, Joe, not only do they have nothing to do with the original, which is annoying, right? Don't call it 2 if they're not about the original. But, in addition, calling it The Second Encounter... <laughs> that makes it a direct relation. It, it directly implies that it is the sequel to the first one. <laughs> and Watch the Skies is better, but not great. Like, really not great. Oh my god. The second one came out in 1990 and stars Jan Michael Vincent, that fucking weirdo. Of course it does. Wait, wait, he's from uh he's from Airwolf, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> of course it stars him. <laughs> and three is was made in ninety-five. Wow. Yeah. So this one came out in eighty-three, so that's seven years um to the second, then five years to the third. So you know, you know, seven years no yeah, I mean, you know, we could still see this fourth one coming. We could <laughs> we could still see it. <laughs> Harry Bromley Davenport, who made nothing else, by the way, his career is shaped by extra, which is alarming. Good for him. Good for him. So this movie is wild. And I I remember you said um, that this movie, you kind of said that it wasn't, you were like, it wasn't that over the top or bad. Maybe not that over the top. Yeah. No, I did not say it was not over the top. No, I, you said it wasn't <laughs> that bad though. Yes, yes. Which I, I agree with you. Which I stand by. It's, However, yeah. The second viewing. So when I watched it back in March, and maybe it was just the circumstances, like I think I was very excited to be doing another horror show. Sure. Um, and also I had just watched Veronica. <laughs> so I think I, I was very high on it. Uh, the second time around, not so much, but I do think it starts off very strong, and I do think it has a lot of positives. 
I think it starts out really strong. I think the acting and shit in this is acting and shit. The acting is, I think it's really good. I think everyone really did really fucking well in this. Dude, dude, the mom's boyfriend is like the best actor ever. There's a scene where they're at dinner and he just like screams. He's oh like, my God. you're full of fucking shit. Like, holy shit, where did that come from? It was wild. This guy's good. It was wild. He's good. And, and really the pace of the movie is good. And for a movie that, you know, it starts off like a fucking a ball of fire and then really peters out like through most of the movie. But even through that petering, like, the pacing is really well done and it's shot well. Like, I don't know. It was it was actually made like a good movie. It was made like the a effects, good movie. The effects are good. Like, they really are. Cronenberg vibes out yes. of this guy. Yes. Yes. Hardcore Cronenberg vibes. I saw people say Lynch, but this isn't Lynch. This is all day yeah, Cronenberg. Mod- Moderate chaos uh, pinged me when I when I posted that I was watching this and it was like this is like Lynch doing a full horror movie, which I can I get, get because I get it's it. so yeah. like bizarre. Um, but it's definitely Cronenberg uh, worship. It, it's it's Cronenberg, and then I the, you know the scenes that he's talking about for sure are like the clown scenes and shit. Because that is, that's on some Lynch shit. That makes no fucking sense and should not be the in the fucking scene, movie. The, dude, the birthing scene. The birthing scene is actually the perfect marriage of Lynch and Cronenberg. It's, it's fucking body insane. horror and it's fucking stupid. It's yeah. fucking, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that's amazing. I fucking love that. Um, yeah, it's it's fucking nuts. Um, I'm I, I'm excited to talk about it. I'm I'm curious to see where we end up on this. Should we do uh, recommend it now or at the end? Let's do both. Let's, let's see if we change our mind. Okay, all right. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Would you recommend it, Joe? I would. I would. Absolutely. Absolutely. Watch extra. You might not love it, but but you're good. It has to be seen. It has to be seen once. If you, you like. <laughs> Yeah. If you like horror and if you like weird, like esoteric shit, uh, you have to watch it at least once. It might not be for you, but I would recommend it. You might not love it, but you're gonna fucking respect it. <laughs> you're not. Dude, you're I actually mean, not I gonna mean, respect it at all. You're there's like, a scene, <laughs> dude. That that scene in the woods <clears throat> when you see like it crossing the street, honestly, <laughs> kind of creepy. Honestly, kind of fucking creepy. amazing. That was fucking amazing. All right. Which, which, which they use, pe- people use, again, talking about fucking like paranormal and Bigfoot and stuff, people use that clip to be like, this is real footage of a skinwalker. Do they really? Do they really? <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. <laughs> That's or like amazing. Like Wendigo caught on to it. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. That's amazing. That's why practical effects rock, guys. Because Agreed. that shit Agreed. can be played out for fucking decades where people are like, check out this skinwalker. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, let's get into this movie. The movie opens with a dad and son playing, uh, uh, like fetch. (laughs) I I was just reading this and I was like, I don't remember a dog in this. Um, but they are most definitely throwing a stick. (laughs) They're throwing a stick because it it fucking freezes. Like it's a freeze frame on a stick. (laughs) It's the weirdest thing. I just wrote, dude, I was, I wrote that they're playing fetch and I was like, they're not playing fetch. It's a father and son playing catch. And then I was like, wait, it is most definitely a stick because (laughs) the stick explodes and turns into a spaceship somehow. (laughs) Also, I love this opening scene because so um, they throw a stick. It somehow turns to night, and a spaceship shows up. 
And Dude, that's my exact note. Why is it turned to night? <laughs> <laughs> it's insanity. It's insanity from the jump. And the dad, um, I we're, we're supposed to assume he's being abducted because there's a bright light and there's a lot of wind, right? Yeah. But because and God bless him. They didn't have the money for the special effects to have this guy being like lifted. But so instead he's just like rolling all over the ground and shit. And he's just like, help me. And he's like rolling on the ground while his son's watching it. Um, and, and that's it. We fast forward. Uh, we find out that they assume the dad went out for cigarettes and never came back. Like that's what the family thinks. Which is bizarre because the son was having a catch with him, like, what? and they didn't believe him. They didn't believe him. Like the stepdad, who Joe is, like, hey, like, tell this kid to quit worrying about his dad. And we find out it's only been three years since the events. <laughs> Fucking traumatic events. <laughs> uh, we also find out the aliens are back because the forest is on fire. And we see something crawling in the dirt. Um, again, the the effects are really cool. Yeah. Better than you see in most like low budget movies. And and you're seeing like this creature in the dirt that is honestly horrifying before you seeing before you see it. And then when you see it, it's fucking disgusting. Dude, it's it's super weird because you see like the extra alien multiple times and it never it never looks exactly the same, but it's always fucking disgusting. Like, whatever form it's in is, like, the ugliest thing I've ever seen. It is never the same. It is... It, dude, the which, end form... Which is so the, funny, because, like, like, if you just kept it the same, you'd save money, right? But like, for whatever reason, they're using a different form. Right? They literally changed it, like, 17 times in this movie. <laughs> like, why the fuck is this happening? To the point where you're like, is this the main alien? I don't know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so he's the, the, this fucking alien is walking and they used a they used a mime to record this because it looks like a person in um i don't know what you'd say like i guess i would call it like bridge pose which is i guess a yoga term yeah like but, uh like the poughkeepsie tape guy because we talked about that in the live like, yeah 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 his hands yeah yeah so he's like in this like pose um, but he's walking across the fucking street like that. And it's got this awful face that's just really fucking disturbing, to, to be honest with you. Yeah, this is the scene I was, I was talking about before. Like, this scene is, like, that's a good horror shot. Absolutely. And a station wagon hits it. And even this, this whole segment is actually a great horror segment. The station wagon hits it, stops immediately. Guy gets out. He's investigating it. And he's like... Talking to the woman in the car, he's like, stay the fuck in the car, which she doesn't. But that doesn't even impact her. The guy's investigating it, sees the monster, looks at it like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and the monster, like, shoots out its tongue. Don't know entirely what it does to this guy, but definitely, like, cuts him under his eyeballs <laughs> and somehow kills him. <laughs> That's the last time we'll see that move in the movie. Dude, actually, correct me if I'm wrong, but he uses his dick quite often, right? Bro, that, like, dick mouth <laughs> thing, that dick mouth that he uses, that, that is 100% his penis. That is... Okay, yeah, 
because it's always like coming, like it looks like it's coming from that area, but it never penetrates, like, oh, because, because he does this to a couple of women, yeah, but it never like penetrates them. It always like goes to the mouth of the he, head. Yeah, he ain't going for the vagina. He's going for the mouth. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> loves blowies. <laughs> he, which is like I think a little more disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> a little more fucked up. It's a little fucking weird. Um, because it's like a blowfly, right? Like, he fucking impregnates you through the mouth. Yeah. Spoilers. Um, so the guy investigates him. He's dead. With cuts to the eyeballs. Um, the lady in the car, she's freaking out. Um, she goes to close the driver's side door. And the fucking monster grabs her arm. And that's the end of her, because her foot gets stuck in the steering wheel, which I don't know why they showed that. <laughs> but <whatever>. I, <laughs> I actually rewound it because I saw the steering wheel thing, and I was like, oh, what is that about? Figuring it might be, like, a clue or something, and it's not. It's just a random scene they <laughs> shot. The actress 100% just got her legs stuck in the steering wheel. <laughs> yeah, and they shot it. And she was like, oh, my fucking ankle. <laughs> Oh, my God. Back at home, this 15-year-old kid who looks 15. But he's like, cr- he is, is he? <laughs> yeah, he's crying mommy in the baby voice. He's like, mommy, mommy. Sean, Sean, Sean. I'm, I'm glad you brought this up. Have you seen the poster to Extra? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Because because of, they drew the kid's face. I mean, that kid, that he looks like a fucking middle-aged man. Just like <laughs> a middle-aged man with a bowl cut. And so pissed. <laughs> Because I've seen that cover a thousand times. Like, when I watched Extra back in March, that was the first time I ever watched it. Yeah. But I just assumed it was just, like, a silly-looking old man, you know? <laughs> He's a fucking eight-year-old kid. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. Um, yeah, it says, when Tony grows up, he's going to be just like Daddy. And it says, some extraterrestrials aren't friendly. So they were building off the hype of E.T. at this point. E.T., huh? yeah, yeah. I did a fucking shit job of that. <laughs> Yeah, they did. But whatever. <laughs> Dude, imagine imagine being duped and be like, oh, this looks like it's going to be like E.T. And I'm going to see this. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking shout out to, again, Justin Lore for more business for being the true E.T. Uh, denier. <laughs> Have you ever seen, he sent me the pictures of what E.T. was supposed to look like. Do you ever yes. see those? Yes. He was supposed to kind of, like, resemble this fucking thing. Uh, yeah. So they must have just gotten the notes and been like, let's do it. Yeah. I mean, I'm on board with that. Steven Spielberg fucked up. We'll do what he originally wanted to do. That was a fucking <laughs> bust. Because <laughs> Steven Spielberg was like, this is idiotic. He fucking started. was like, this is fucking stupid. What are we fucking doing? No one's going to watch I- this. <laughs> How can I suck his dick? How can I suck? <laughs> He's way too violent to suck his dick. Um, we cut to a totally different house that is very pink. Uh, and there's a lady in there who also owns an elephant rifle. Um, <laughs> you know, and she is attacked by what looks like a fucking mummy. Like a shrunken yeah. head mummy. Yeah. And its penis comes out and, you know. Sticks to her face. The Extra, classic alien tale. Extra makes an O face. Like, you watch this Dude. fucking alien orgasm. It's fucking, it's fucking true. 
<laughs> like you could you could have just ended it with it like attaching its dong to her face, but then it just zooms in on his face, being like, Ugh. He's like, Ugh. like Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> fucking disgusting. It's fucking absolutely vile. Oh, uh, we meet Tony, who is the child. Um, he'll play a big role in this. Yeah. He's covered in blood. Um, and no one freaks out about this, by the way. His parents find it. The mom kind of freaks out. Like, she's like, whoa, what the fuck? Should we bring him to a doctor? And Joe, the stepdad, is like, eh, f- it's fucking fine. And she's like, eh, all right. <laughs> and so they call a doctor to the house who is even less concerned than they are that this child is covered in blood. And he's just like, oh, looks good. Looks good, guys. <laughs> And they're like, oh, so what do you think it is? He's like, well, who could say? And you're like, what the the fuck? Kid is covered in blood. Covered in blood. Uh, And the the kid is saying it's his dad's blood, which I don't know. That's been missing for three years. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. It's been three years. Um, And also, while all this is happening, the boyfriend just keeps being like, this fucking kid's a fucking weirdo. Honestly, I'm with him. He's 100% right, and he is validated more and more as the movie goes on. This guy was painted as the bad stepdad, you know what I mean? But, like, he's not even that bad. He's nice to the kid, but he's just like... He's nice to the kid. He, dude, he, he's concerned about his well-being. When the dad finally shows back up, uh, he raises the most reasonable concerns I've ever seen from any stepdad in a movie. Absolutely. And, and he does, like, investigations on his own, like... More so than we've seen detectives do in movies. Like, he pieces together events from, like, newspapers and stuff. Like, this guy should be considered the hero. This guy this guy is the hero of the movie, and he is brought down very quickly at the end. <laughs> that was shocking. Um, but we'll learn more about Joe as we, as we go on. But joe is the stepdad uh while this is all going on the girl in the pink house she appears to have survived uh the, the onslaught onslaught um but she, she she's she's very <laughs> the thirsty biggest <laughs> biggest pregnancy belly <laughs> i honestly <laughs> wanted to seen. fucking throw up i honestly wanted to fucking throw up <laughs> joe the fucking effects in this are unbelievable and i I want to say grosser than Cronenberg. Well, this scene in particular. This scene's fucking vile. I think I think I agree with him. No, every scene where they're sucking on somebody too, which we'll get into later, Sean, honestly made me Sean, want to be fucking sick. Sean, when he sucks on that the kid's shoulder, Dude, I want it made me so fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> you felt like you were watching something evil. It's so fucking weird. (laughs) Well, this lady's belly starts growing. She's fucking just disgusting. She's got some gnarly stomach pains. Um, He's never once like, hey, my stomach is enormous. Yeah. Just like (laughs) drinking. (laughs) She's just like, I'm really thirsty. (laughs) She becomes so enormous. The belly is literally the size of her. And that's because there is an adult man in there. (laughs) Dude, this person. So, so again, going back to the Cronenberg, like uh, this is the epitome of Cronenberg worship because this lady gives birth to an adult man. 
<laughs> I've never seen anything so stupid in my entire fucking life. Erupting from her vagina. And while he's erupting from her vagina, is also eating her entrails. E- eating the fucking afterbirth. Like, it's disgusting. <laughs> and then he just, like, quick takes a quick bath in the sink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And who is the man? We didn't even it, say that. It is... Tony's dad. It's Tony's back fucking in action. Dad. He's back. <laughs> Dude, explaining this, honestly, you're right. I think it was great to do it both times because I think I'm going to love it both ways. Like, I think I'm going to, I might love it more at the end of this. This is insanity. <laughs> this kid's dad was reborn <laughs> from a stranger. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, the dad pulls off the suit from the guy he killed from the car. Correct. Which is not necessarily him, but I, I mean, it is him, right? I, I mean, I don't know what the fuck's happening, really. Uh, what do you mean uh, by him? I mean, the dad is not the dad. No, no, it's the alien. The dad is an in, alien. In, and was that in the alien, dad's form. Is yeah. it the same alien that was walking across the street? Yes. Okay, so yes, I guess. Because okay. he, he takes. He, I, oh, I mean, yeah. I mean Sean, sh- it, it doesn't make any fucking sense, but yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyway, so the dad goes and pulls that dead guy's clothes off and then starts driving around in his car with that dead woman in the front seat. (laughs) He can also make shit melt randomly. Um, He makes the phone melt and he'll make another phone melt later in the movie. Later on. But that's it. (laughs) That's really big. Just loves melting phones. Um, <laughs> it's so the later on, it's so funny because not not to jump too far ahead, but like the guy is putting pieces together, and you're like, "Oh shit, this is like a big reveal!" And all the guy does is just melt the phones, so the guy can't make a phone call, dude. And it's after like all the main phone calls have already been made, like they've already all figured it out, and then he's like, "Huh," and he like just puts his hand down by the fucking like connector box, and just fucking melts it. <laughs> But everyone's already figured everything out. <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, we go into a little more detail with Tony. Uh, he's got a snake named Harry, which I wrote down and I was like, I don't know if this is going to matter. And it kind of snake's does. name. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, not I his mean, name, I, but I, just that the snake exists. Well, no, I think it matters because it sets up. I mean, uh, fuck it. Uh, we'll, we'll wait. I won't say it. I mean, but I do want to talk about when the dad comes in. Oh my god, it's fucking insane. So Tony also, um, oh yeah, Tony's Tony the kid is not really lovable either. He he's like kind of a piece of shit. It's just a fucking mope. Yep. We see him go to school. The dad's following him, watching him. The dad is ready to, t- to tap into his son. Uh, Meanwhile, while this happens, wait, this this scene has no impact on the movie whatsoever. And it's the it made me laugh so fucking hard while I was watching it. We see the the dad who is the alien's car with a dead woman inside of it parked. And a random truck pulls in behind it. It's parked. Pulls into the spot behind it, right? To park also. I've never seen somebody pull in so fucking fast and fucking hit a car and just be like, oh, sorry about that. What the fuck was that? I mean, I guess it, I guess it just sets up the fact that he finds the woman with like her stomach ripped out. Right. But like that has, that does not play 
In oh wait, it does actually play it. It does at the end when 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 Joe's making those those like connecting the dots. You're right? right. You're right. Fuck. Good for them. This movie's fucking good. Like I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> They made a good movie. I'm sorry. They fucking did. They told a whole story. They told a whole ass story, which is not what we see with the movies we watch. <laughs> yeah, because it's so. So this guy finds it and he notifies the authorities. Right. Obviously, you know, he made a fender bender and he finds a woman disemboweled. Right. Uh, and then at the end, Joe's being like, "Hey, uh, you know, something's weird with this guy returning." So he finds. You know, like like he finds a picture of this girl. in the in in the coat pocket right. that Tony's wearing because he took it off the guy that was with the girl, and then he, then he find he's looking up uh, articles of people like murdered or people dead or missing, <laughs> and he and he compares the picture to to what he has. He's like, oh my god, this is the girl. Like that's honestly that's fucking amazing. I'm gonna be honest with you, he actually does not do the research. What he does. <laughs> <laughs> What he does to find that article is he's cleaning out the bird shit from his bird's cage. And he's, right. he has right. newspaper articles in there. And he, like, lifts one up and it's got her face on it. And he's right. like, holy shit. Right. Still fine, though. I'm fine with that. Who gives a shit? I've seen Dumber. <laughs> Not to go back to, like... Not to go back to, like, the true crime shit, but, like, you watch these true crime docs and they're like, hey, I just, like, stumbled upon this thing and I realized it was fucking him. Like, you know what I mean? That's a thousand percent right. Yeah. Like, that's not unrealistic that he was, like, cleaning bird shit and was like, oh, my God, this is this fucking photo in his fucking pocket. Oh, my God. Uh, That is amazing. Um, Good for them. Well, that scene makes sense then. I can't even make fun of that scene. Also, we, we see the, the au pair, Annalise, that we talked about, who was a Bond girl. The Bond girl. Butt-ass naked. She's yeah. having full, sex. Full bush and everything. Yeah, we also get a, like a little bit of hairy dude butt crack there, which was not, not as fun. Not as fun <laughs> for, for me. Probably for anyone. There's no woman that's like, I want to see some hairy butt, butt crack. Um, that was a weird scene, too. I mean, yeah, sure. There's, there's something for everyone. There's something for everyone in extra. <laughs> um, that scene is so irrelevant. That one does not make. We don't need to see them. Fuck. Yeah, no, you don't. You know. You but see you know it what? Thank a couple times. But thank you, thank you. I appreciate. <laughs> I appreciate. I mean, it was 1983. That, that I mean, how can you make a horror movie like that? That was. I'm not, I'm, not even, I'm not even like making a joke right now. How can you make a horror movie Without in breath. 1983 and not put boobs in it? Like that was the mo. You yeah. gotta sell it. Sex sells. Yeah. All right. Actually, I have a note here where I was like, I see what Joe means about having a about this being a good movie because like, <laughs> to do to this point, it's like well paced. Like, and we've talked about this before. Like when you jump around from shot to shot, sometimes. It's a little weird, but it's usually the sign that it's like a solid movie, right? Like you're telling a story. You got to like move, you got to move around like, and this movie jumps around and um, it, it works out really well um, to tell the story at least. Yeah. Um, so the mom, uh, Tony. Okay. So Tony's ha- had a bloody nightmare. 
that like no one gives a shit about. But the mom keeps bringing up being like, yeah, he, he won't talk about it. So he, she's like, hey, I'm going to go take him to the zoo and maybe he'll talk about it. And the guy, Joe, is like, yeah, that's fine. Um, so she goes um, to talk to him and the teachers are like, hey, his dad picked him up. And she's like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Which, boy, school security lacks back then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you fucking kidding me? Like, it had to have been town news that his dad disappeared for three years. Like, are you are you fucking nuts? And the mom's like, no, that's not true. Like, the dad's not around. And she's like, well, uh, that's what I saw. <laughs> the mom's just like, holy shit. Um and you know what? They don't waste any time. Like, I thought this was going to be a drawn-out thing, and, and the mom and the fucking ex-husband meet right away. Yep. She's just running through the town and finds them. Um, <laughs> and Sam, who is the, the father, has no memory of what happened the last three years. She's like, where were you? He's like, I couldn't fucking tell you. Um, and really good, to me, good storytelling with this. Like, uh, the idea I actually felt for Sam, right? Like for a moment, I was like, this guy was abducted. Doesn't know what he's talking about. Yep. That's, that's solid. Cause we know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of like, do you remember uh flight of the navigator? Where yeah. That kid, yeah, yeah. that kid gets abducted. And he comes back and he's like, he thinks it's the same day, but now his younger brother is like 15 years older than he is. Yes. He's, so much time has passed. Like I love shit like that. Yes. And that's what it seemed like was happening, even though he was birthed from a woman. Um, it, I, I thought that's what kind of was happening. And I was just like, that's fucking, this is f- fucking cool. And and even the, the, the wife plays it really well, where she's like, you're full of shit. But is like, wait, I don't think he is full of shit. Yeah. It even yeah. calls people and is just like, hey, like, what the fuck dude, is that's that? That's why, I fucking love that. And I love that, like, you know. She, you, you said before that the acting is good. Like she really plays this because she would be like a, any normal human being would be confused and like right. conflicted about somebody disappearing and coming back in your life. And then like there's scenes where Sam and Sam and Tony disappear and like oh her yeah, and stepped out of freaking out, being like we gotta call the police. Like this is an Amber Alert. Like he came back to abduct him. This this all makes sense now. And then you see him again. You're like oh we just went and got candy. You know like. It's fucking really well done. It's super well done. And she's like, well, can you at least fucking tell me? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> fucking, like, it's fucking perfect. It's played out perfect. Um, the, uh, the, the, the dads do meet each other. And that is, uh, that is a tense, that is a tense moment. That is a tense <laughs> when moment. He, especially since Tony's like, dad, can you come here? And they both like stand up at the same time. Okay. So that's later. That scene is fucking amazing. Like, I'm sorry, like, I, I, like this movie's well done. I'm, I can't even fucking deny it. This movie's that scene is fucking tight. <laughs> Agreed. The first scene, the first scene though, is when they first meet and like stepdad's just giving him shit. It's like, so how long are you gonna stay? You gonna leave again? Like, whoa, hey, what? Why, why are you back? And this guy's yeah. like, uh, I'm a dad. And it's like, <laughs> like the, the stepdad's a hundred percent right. Um, and Joe does not trust Sam and is like, I don't know what this dude is up to, but I don't trust him at all. Um, and he's right yeah. because in the next scene, we, the s- next scene, he's fucking, we, we, we come to Harry the snake again. <laughs> and, uh, 
he's eating snake eggs, which these are normal sized snake eggs, right? Like right. little little mini Cadbury <laughs> egg size, right? Yeah. I have never seen more shit. <laughs> Because he's because because he's, he's eating them, he's cracking them open and eating them. Yeah. I have never seen more goo come out of a fucking mini egg like that one. It, it was disgusting. Is, his fucking hand is covered in shit. <laughs> he's like licking it off his hand. There's more shit coming out of these eggs than I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> fucking psychopath. Um, also, Tony sees this and Walks he hauls ass. He leaves. He runs away. Dad follows him. We get a chase scene. The dad finally catches up to him. Kind of like sweet talks him, right? Dad shit. Um, And then sucks on his fucking neck in the most vile thing I've ever seen in my life. Yes. Dude, like the skin is coming up like a fucking cone. So gross. (laughs) First of all, just the fact that he's sucking on this boy's shoulder like maybe uncomfortable yeah and looking at the skin being like slurped into his mouth it, it was disgusting oh my god it was fucking vile like wh- whoever did the special effects and this is not an american movie this is a, a british movie british yeah um i don't know if they even list who did the effects on this but um really just really just fucking wild extra imdb so the special effects artist on this <laughs> Appears to only have extra under his belt, but <laughs> but the um, special effects operator, which is I guess different, he's done like a ton of shit with animatronic design, which I guess makes sense because I think most of the effects in this were animatronic, um, and he's done everything, and he did Skyfall. Quantum of Solace, Dark Knight, Casino nice. Royale. So, like, dude's been around. Um, but, like, really, dude, it's crazy, like, how these guys, like, jump off, right? He did Extra as his first thing. Then he did NeverEnding Story 3. Then he did Space Precinct. What the fuck is that? It's a TV show. <laughs> then he did Spirit of the Jaguar miniseries. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Then Event Horizon. Okay. Wow. All right. Then Jump. Walking with the Dinosaurs, which I've heard of, but like not the greatest. Um, and then he did a bunch of other dinosaur-related shit until he did The Cradle of Life, that Tomb Raider movie. And then popped off Casino Royale, Dark Knight, Quantum Solace, John Carter, and Skyfall. Wow. Yeah, dude, make a career at the end of it, right? <laughs> Good for you, man. Good for him. Richard Gregory, 19, 64 years young. Oh, he's dead. Rest in peace. Right. <laughs> Rest in peace. 2019. Well, thanks to Richard Gregory, he saved this movie. <laughs> um, so... We... Uh, he sucks on Tony's neck. Then we see the um, we see that family tension that you were talking about, where that family dinner, where they're just fucking screaming at each other. Dude, it's it's good, it's good. I I didn't write notes for like ten minutes because I was like, this is just fucking great, <laughs> like great acting. But Harry the snake has escaped. 
That's a plot point. And he has somehow snuck into the neighbor's house downstairs. The neighbor's, yeah. Through, like, the ceiling fan. <laughs> and drops in her fucking salad. You see the most brutal snake murder of all time. Of all fucking time. I've never <laughs> seen it. She uses a meat tenderizer that she has handy for some reason. Just murders this fucking snake. Puts it in a plastic bag. Goes upstairs and is like, here's your fucking snake. <laughs> Cruelest shit of all time. I would one hundred percent kill that snake, but I would be like afterwards. I'd be like, oh my god, and then I'd be like, I, we're just throwing this out. Like we can't tell that fucking kid. <laughs> I also don't know if I would assume it was the kid upstairs snake, and unless she knew that he owned it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like unless you've seen him like walking it. Yeah. <laughs> walking. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, uh, the best scene ever happens when a clown shows up. (laughs) And here you're getting a little lynchy. You're getting a little lynchy here. Um, Also, crack me up about this scene. Because, like, the kid's in his bedroom. the, The clown shows up. And I guess it's a manifestation of his toys, right? It is. And so this clown shows up. It's a real fucking clown. Um, and it's like dancing around. It's making a shitload of noise. And you see the neighbor fucking banging on the ceiling with her fucking broom. And the mom comes in at a point and is like, what the, f- shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> but the clown disappears at that point. But the clown is alive. Uh, while this is happening, the boy and the, the boy and the clown kind of bond. And the boy's like, I fucking hate that bitch that killed my snake. <laughs> So his toy soldier that we've seen him with the entire movie has come to life. To life. (laughs) And is an adult sized man. Also, dude, the effects on this are fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. The guy playing the fucking soldier is fucking awesome. His movements are great. But this part. So the first half is like a really good, you know, extraterrestrial horror, right? But then, like, from here out, the kid is turning his toys into... It's almost like two separate movies. Because um, he's turning his toys into weapons, like, real-life weapons, which are, is terrorizing his apartment complex for the rest of the movie. Yeah, you're 100% right. I, w- I was like, this is great movie. And then when you said that, I was like, wait a minute. This has Dude, nothing to do with fucking aliens. Sean, like, Sean, I... I like cause I, I've already said, I've watched it in March. Um, I remember, you know, toys, and I, I did not think it was the same movie. I really didn't. And when when it was, I'm not like like I'm not joking. And then when watching it today, I was like, oh my god, this was the same fucking movie that I'm remembering. Like, holy well, shit! Why, why is this happening? <laughs> like, really, <laughs> why is this happening? Um, makes not a lot of sense, but whatever. And that 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 soldier will kill the neighbor by stabbing her because that neighbor, who is a elderly woman, a grown elderly woman, is somehow hiding under her ottoman. <laughs> and the fucking soldier stabs. Also, him. also, the, the the soldier has bolt cutters on him because he's oh, yeah, the, That was the best. That was the fucking best. <laughs> That's how he gets in her house. Yeah. She locks the door with like the the typical chain bolt, and he just fucking pops those bolt cutters in so fast, chops it up. He also has two different guns. Yes. One that one shoots. With the bayonet. Yeah. 
One that shoots, uh, what does he shoot out of the first one? Oh, like a harpoon. <laughs> Remember, she's like by the, she's on the other yes. side of the room by a door and he like shoots a harpoon and like pulls the door as if that would do anything. And she just runs away and he's like confused by that. <laughs> it makes no sense. All right. Well, a few things happen over the next few scenes. Uh, Rachel finds a picture of a girl. Rachel is the mother, by the way. Rachel's the mom. She's going through the laundry. She's happy to have Sam, the dad, back. Uh, but she's going through the laundry. She finds a picture of the girl in the pocket. And it's got a love note on the back. Not directed at anyone, so it could be for Sam. Uh, and she also finds a shitload of money. And she confronts Sam about both of these. And Sam's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Which, by the way, the greatest excuse of all time. <laughs> if you fucking leave your family and decide to come back. <laughs> Ah, I have no idea who she is. <laughs> that fucking amnesia, man. It's crazy. <laughs> and the mom the mom is genuinely like, mm, all right, like uh, I'll buy it. Also, uh, Rachel in these scenes decides that her and her ex-husband are going to go up to a cabin alone Vac- to jog vacation. his memory. <laughs> to jog his memory. And she tells this to Joe, the stepdad, who is like, I don't give a fuck. Go fuck yourself. And she is confused by this reaction. <laughs> Most logical reaction. And also he started like, f- like photographing women in like lingerie at this point. And she's like, I thought you were done with this. And he's like, what the f- go fucking pound sound. Basically. <laughs> like get the fuck out of here. And he is a hundred percent right to do that. Also, they can't be married, right? Because she never filed for divorce. Because they bring that up at one point where he's like, she- "I don't think they are." I think I think it's just her, her boyfriend. Oh, okay. Who, whose service is like a stepdad? Dude, I'd be fucking out of that. Go fuck yourself. This is fucking nuts. Also, we find out going going to, on, on a vacation in a log cabin to jog his memory. I'd be, <laughs> Dude. I'd be like, uh, just just fucking make a choice and let me know. You know, <laughs> stop wasting our fucking time. <laughs> yeah. Either fuck the alien or like, yeah, do what you want, but let me jog his memory. The fuck, <laughs> <laughs> jog his memory. She's like, that's the last place he remembers. I gotta bring him up there. And also, I'm going to leave the kid with the au pair and you, you alone. What? What the fuck? Oh, man. So she leaves Tony, the kid, with the au pair, Annalise. And the clown knocks her out. We, they're, they're together for like five seconds and the clown jumps from the rafters and knocks out the au pair. Drags her into the apartment. And uh, it looks like kills her with a flaccid hammer. Yes. That old bit. (laughs) Oh, also, Tony starts, the kid starts sucking on her fucking skin. And another fucking disgusting scene. And I mean that in the best way. It's fucking appalling. Dude, like the bubbles that pop up when they suck. Oh, my God. It's fucking disgusting. Oh, anyway. Oh, while this is happening, the au pair's boyfriend's also in the house. Yes. And I guess after like a few hours of her not coming back, he's like, hey, I should go check this out. And he starts getting shot at by a toy tank. By a toy tank. 
which is shooting actual like artillery shells. fucking live rounds that are blowing out the fucking the fucking walls of the house which 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 he tries to oh like he gets cornered at one point yes and he takes a towel to throw it over which honestly pretty good strategy uh he could not miss fucking anymore <laughs> he throws he throws his towel over like the back end of it and then and then I was actually glad about this scene because, like any other movie of this caliber, you throw like the towel over any part of it, and like the tank would be confused. But he throws it over; the tank is still just firing directly at him, which makes like, perfect sense because it's a fucking it's controlled by who knows what, <laughs> what, <laughs> and it's shooting live fucking rounds. All we'd have to do is shoot once, and fucking the towel would fly off. Um, but that's okay because it doesn't matter. Uh, oh well, he also sees his uh, girlfriend. Um, Wound up in like blue cotton kit, yeah, yeah fucking <laughs> cocoon. Then runs into another room. He's he's evaded the <laughs> tank, but it does not evade the A panther. The fucking panther in the room. <laughs> not the last time we'll see a panther. Also, which nah. is fucking weird. Um, which <laughs> we assume attacks him. We don't see, but oh boy, uh, at the uh, cabin. They encounter some weird shit. Uh, the gas has been left on. They find some mutilated animals outside. And Sam's fucking scalp is f- fucking falling off. And Rachel jogs his memory by, you know, giving up the goods. But, oh, yeah, by fucking... They <laughs> Laying the pipe. Fuck the <laughs> shit out of each other. Dude, his... his uh, he starts getting, like... Visible facial wounds. Mm-hmm. It, it, it made me laugh because it's it's just like crayon marks that that they put on them. Oh my effects. god, it looks so like stupid. they must have ran out. They must have ran out because it's just like primary colors and it's so bright, <laughs> dude. Just green <laughs> fucking markers scrubbed on his yeah. face. <laughs> Yellow, blue, and green. And while that's happening, we go back to the apartment where the cl- the little clown is has tipped over the refrigerator. <laughs> And is pouring like buckets of shit into the refrigerator. We don't know really know what it is. Yeah. And we never really find out. Uh then we cut to the clown sitting in the bathtub and he's getting fucking balls out of what appears to be a giant alien dick. But it's not. It's the fucking au pair shitting out eggs. The fucking cocooned yeah. au pair sh- shitting out eggs. Um, and I honestly wanted to fucking throw up <laughs> this fucking most disgusting shit I've ever seen. Um, and then he's taking the au pair eggs to the fridge and putting them in the goop <laughs> to, to fucking hatch. Fucking disgusting. Um, while all of this is happening, the mom, Rachel, uh, is trying to get anyone to fucking check on the apartment because she can't get a hold of them. Um, and wait, what? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. And this, so she calls Joe, and she's like, "Can you please go check on them?" And he's like, "Fine." That's when he sees the the bird shit picture, bird shit. The, the dead girl in the bird shit, and he's like, "Oh my god!" And he tries to call her back. He can't reach her, so he goes to go check on the kid. And the kid's just sitting on his car outside in the rain, <laughs> in the fucking rain. And he's like, hey, uh, Dude, why are Joe's you here? Back, 
Joe's reaction here is so funny. He's like, what are you doing here? And the kid gives an explanation. And it's honestly the most idiotic thing I've ever heard. Also is what is true. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Joe's like, what? Like, And as he starts being like, that can't be. He's like, ah, fuck it. Just get in the fucking car. Yeah, like, just get in the fucking car, you idiot. <laughs> um, yeah. And Sam is turned. The dad has now turned on to full on nasty fucking alien at the cabin. Um, the kid, uh, Tony and Joe show up and immediately (laughs) Tony and the dad are reunited because, uh, they are, they are alien brothers now. I think, right? Their brothers are probably not father and son. Maybe they are. I mean, they're just both aliens now. Yeah. Well, Joe chases them and fucking Sam turns around and he looks like something out of fucking thriller, <laughs> like human, but not turns around and just starts like screaming, like in this high pitch frequency and kills Joe, the stepdad. It's <laughs> Joe doesn't even get into a fucking fight. And the, this fucking alien blows out his fucking brain, uh, yep. bleeding out of his ears. Um, and that's a that's a wrap. Joe's fucking dead. <laughs> It's also pretty much a wrap for everything. Basically, uh, it's basically the movie. (laughs) You're right, 100%. (laughs) Because they killed Joe, and poor Joe gets no redemption. Uh, And then then Sam and Tony fucking enter the bright light (laughs) and disappear to the alien realm. And that's it. And the only thing I want to add before that is the mom goes to chase them also. And then the movie randomly fades out into a a picture of the alien's face. (laughs) And then fades back in, and then we're back to the movie, like, as if nothing happened. <laughs> it's, like, one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. Um, and the mom's in the woods, and we see the fully evolved alien monster with the partially evolved alien son. And they just leave. They just, yeah. They're done. <laughs> they're fucking done. And, and, and they disappear into the Triangle spaceship, and they leave this poor fucking woman all alone. They've literally killed or destroyed everyone she's ever loved (laughs) (laughs) including her au pair um so the mom goes home which she finds a panther in her house but is not that afraid of it for whatever reason she also finds an upside down fridge full of eggs that uh instead of calling the authorities she's just like fondles the eggs yeah like 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 yeah, like trying to hatch one. Yeah, like let's see what happens. And one explodes and attaches to her mouth. Yes. So we That's assume- the end of extra. <laughs> <laughs> that is the end of extra. <laughs> I'm going to reiterate that from Joe. That's that's a that's a wrap. It just says, and it literally says at the end on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> Just to let you know, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. That's extra. And then they decided to make two follow-up films that don't follow up the first movie. <laughs> Which, it sets you up for a sequel. Yeah, It's set up. <laughs> you want to know what's going on. But they are completely unrelated. So the alternate ending... 
Oh yeah, let's go back to the alternate ending. It was going to have the film end with Rachel coming home to find the apartment filled with clones of Tony. <laughs> okay, having, that's creepy. Having, <laughs> having hatched from the alien eggs, which the real Tony had left in the fridge. Okay. I'm fine with that. I'm fine that, with that actually makes way more sense, because I was curious what would even be in the fucking eggs. Because the original yeah. mouth sucker was the dad. Yep. So what would be in these? I don't know. I, Tony. I mean, Tony's. Baby it, Tony's. It, it, there wouldn't be baby Tony's because he gets birthed as an adult. But So it would just be filled with Tony's. I mean, <laughs> okay. I'm fine. Like, the original ending makes sense. And yeah. honestly, that's kind of creepy. Like, you walk back home, they go, fuck. Like, yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Executive Bob's- producer Robert Shea not thinking the scene's special effects were convincing enough. Come on. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Edited it out and released it for n- its New York debut with the film's ending when Rachel sits down in the field after Tam and uh, Sam and Tony have left. Davenport, however, not wanting to have it end on such an abrupt note, created the other ending when Rachel goes back to the apartment. What a fucking mess. <laughs> fucking Bob, you stupid asshole. <laughs> really, what a fucking idiot. And then, like, okay, like, okay, so let's say Bob, like, doesn't like that ending and ends it in the field. That's f- whatever. But then to be like, well, fine, you can make this really convoluted extra ending <laughs> and tack it onto my ending. Like, just go well, back, just to, the go back to the original you ending. Already filmed. <laughs> you already filmed. Cost more money to shoot this extra ending. Like, are you kidding me, Bob? Fucking most idiotic thing I've ever read in my life. What? <laughs> Like, if he stuck with just ending it in the field, which, like, honestly, that's how I thought it was going to end. Um, I mean, I'm not great. It's not a great ending, but I would have been like, that makes sense. That's his ending. But then to be like, yeah, you could tack on something extra. What? Just tack on the original fucking ending. <laughs> yeah, the one you already have. Oh, that makes no fucking sense. <laughs> oh, wow. So that is extra. What a fucking movie. What a fucking movie. How long was this episode? I can't even tell. Um, <laughs> We've been uh, recording for an hour and 53 minutes. Fucking nuts. Fucking nuts. Um, would you recommend Extra? <laughs> yeah, I'm not changing my, my stance. No, I, I, I'm actually way more on board. Like, you need to watch this movie. It's fucking insanity. And like I ev- said, you know, the, the, the second half, it goes off the rails, but I 100% recommend it. Absolutely. Also, it's only eighty six minutes. I mean, thank you, thank you, extra. <laughs> uh, agreed. That was one of my uh, that was one of my notes. Also, so um, next week uh, is not next week is not the live show. Next week is just a normal show. Um, what do we want to do? We had a list of shit, and now I can't find that list. Extra two. I mean, extra two is obviously. <laughs> On the fucking list. Um, <laughs> we did end. Wait, we we definitely had a list of movies that I was like, oh, here we go. Okay, so we did Project Metal Beast. We did Extra. We got Slaughter High. <laughs> Parents and From Beyond, or something different. Um, I mean, I really want to do parents so fucking bad, but what? Why are you hesitant for parents? Parents is honestly too good. Is it? 
It is, dude. Parents, parents is like not over the top enough. It's a, it's like a legit movie. So here's here's my thing with parents. Slaughter High sucks. Slaughter High fucking blows. <laughs> here's my thing with parents. I think we can do like solid movies now, um, because we talk about bullshit for like the first thirty minutes anyway. That's true. <laughs> Fucking talked about fucking Richard Rodriguez for fucking 30 minutes. I'm trying to find the cult movie challenge for 2021. Let's see what's going on. I mean, you know, any any fucking Randy Quaid movie I'm on board with. But I I do remember. Honestly, let's do Parents because I'm curious. Because I watched it, you know, 20 years ago and I thought it was legit. And that's my only memory of it. So I might watch it again and be like, this is not good you know so all right all right well also okay you sure you sure yeah let's do parents plus it's directed by bob balaban who (laughs) does you know gosford park (laughs) wait are you serious (laughs) yeah i'm dead serious wait well how he did gosford park and that how did he okay whatever let's do this (laughs) dude god (laughs) How? Why did he do Parents? That's so bizarre. <laughs> I don't Winner of the br- best British film, British Academy Awards. Like that's some like real shit. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Let's do it. Parents. People love it. People are excited for us to talk about it. Let's do it. Sorry, I'm yawning. No, dude. I fucking I've been yawning like this whole fucking episode. It's fucking unbelievable. <laughs> It's fucking, we wore ourselves out with two other episodes. I think we still pulled through on this, though. Um, fun. Yeah. yeah, super fun. Um, everyone, thank you so much. Thank you for the orders. Store.ihateor.com. Don't go there anymore Wait, so, since they're shut down. So we are doing parents. <laughs> parents, 100%. Okay. Let's do parents. Um, and then we'll figure out something for the following week. And then the Patreon will vote for our live show the following week also. Um and that's that that is a wrap um patreon.com slash i hate horror you can join us there um our tier is uh the mango expert tier is 15 dollars. and right now we're doing live shows every month for them for them and if you do want to join us and you aren't a patreon member i get it uh hit up i hate horror.com by the time i look post this episode we will have tickets on sale at i hate horror.com for you to purchase uh directly from our site in in you know in the event you don't want to be a, a subscription person but why wouldn't you we put out fucking episodes on the reg we're already almost at we're we're like uh like three quarters of the way to the total amount of extra episodes from our entire first run the, which was you know four years which yes. is funny because this is only since and, august and we're having which, a blast doing it it's so fucking stupid uh because now we're just recording ourselves talking yes and before we tried to plan stuff and it was such a fucking headache and that was the issue right like we, and everyone just wants to hear us fucking talk <laughs> but bullshit, and and we finally you know listen to him. <laughs> I, I, we say it like almost every app, but it just still cracks me up that like you and I would talk 
for fucking 55 oh minutes God. before every episode. <laughs> actually infuriating. It's actually fucking infuriating. So stupid. <laughs> fucking infuriating. And that's, that's all I'm people glad, wanted. Uh, dude, I'm so, I'm so glad we took that break. Because, like, it finally got our heads out of our ass. And be like, wait. <laughs> let's fucking do something that people want. And, like, that will make us happy. And we do it. And we're, like, happy to do it. Like, the fucking live shows and shit are not a chore at all. I, I look not forward exactly. to that. Yeah. Oh, man. It's fucking great. So, join us over there. Uh, Patreon.com slash I Hate Horror. We're doing... Uh, uh, extra episodes, bonus episodes. We're doing live shows, um, and uh, yeah, and and everyone that was on the the Mangle Expert, they got a fifteen percent fucking discount on the fucking merchandise. Nice. Fucking why not, right? Yeah, saving you money. Um, anyway, that the store shut down though, so don't try to buy anything. Um, and we'll have super limited quantity this time around. I'm sorry. If you couldn't get your pre-orders in, it's gonna be, it's gonna be tight. So if you miss the pre-order, you better follow us on Instagram at I Hate Horror uh, because there's not gonna be much left and limited sizes. So that's that. Um, and if you want, no, I'm not even gonna say it. I'm not even gonna say it because I'm such a fucking sucker. I was gonna be like, if you want one, try and email me and get me one in, and I know I'll get a hundred emails. <laughs> and try and force those orders in and it's just a fucking headache so i'm sorry you missed the fucking boat that's <laughs> that's the point of a pre-order appreciate you all appreciate you all uh so follow us on instagram at i hate horror uh twitter at i hate horror show and facebook.com slash i hate horror joe where you at boognish 1985 the boog the boog uh, and that's it, guys. Thank you so much. Appreciate all the support. It's been amazing. Tonight was super fun. Um, and we will see you next week for... <laughs> oh, parents. Parents. <laughs> parents. Thank you guys very much. And for Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. Fucking zombie getting sliced and diced.